The Bear Life is about creating a beautiful, simple life in a complex, noisy world. With thousands of ideas for how to live competing for our attention every day, it's hard not to feel overwhelmed. I want to show everyday busy people how to simplify. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning into this foodcast. I'm so happy today to be discussing how to simplify your grocery list. Oh my God, I am like a grocery queen. I know exactly where everything is in the grocery store because I hate grocery shopping. It's, I hate it. I hate going to all the stores. I think now just being even more conscious about um, this GMOs and different foods and the health quality of foods, sometimes it can seem like a scavenger hunt. So I have like my top three stores that I go to and just try to keep it consistent and simplify it. So I wanted to share with you guys a few tips on how you can make your experience a little bit more enjoyable, get what you need, keep it healthy. And to discuss this today, I have my friend and blogger, Phoebe Buchanan. Hey, Phoebe. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Um, she is amazing. She's from Southern California. She's also a millennial. Um, she has a background in mechanical engineering and tech writing. And she's also a wellness blogger for over five years. I love it. I've been following her for a while. I love her posts. I love her YouTube channel and the recipes that she presents. And also this year she started voice acting, which is super cool. We were talking, I'm like, please come and read me stories at night. <laughs> her voice is amazing. Um, so thank you for coming on the show, Fifi. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much. So we wanted to just kind of dive right in, but before we did, I wanted to ask you, um, how did you get started being a healthy living blogger? So, um, you know, sometimes when you've gotten far along, you kind of forget the little uh, hints along your journey that kind of led you to where you are. And so at first I thought it was just, you know, being a college student and cooking. But then when I was really thinking about it, it was even before then, when I was on Facebook, back when Facebook was a lot simpler than it is now, and before our parents were on Facebook, so we get right now. But um, I started a group because I really enjoyed working out, and I knew that some of my other friends did too. And that was back when, you know, now there are fan pages and the groups are different, but I started a group, it's like invite only, and it was a fitness group. It was only women, and there were probably maybe like 100 women. It was mostly just women I knew, and they would invite their friends. And it would kind of just be one where you drop a line and say, hey guys, um, today I made this really cool recipe. I made, you know, a sandwich and I didn't use mayo, I used avocado instead. And that, just to give people tips, it was really informal. It was before I started blogging. And a lot of times we'd have requests for men and I'd say, nope, women only, because I wanted them to be able to talk about very specific things to women's health and be able to post progress pictures and feel really comfortable. And then they kind of did away with groups and the way those went. And so I would just share things on my main Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And I would say, oh, I made a, uh, a curry egg salad. And then people said, well, how did you make that? What's the recipe for it? And so I actually used a Word document because so many people asked me for it. So I was like, let me just write this thing down so I can share it with people. And so that's really where the recipe sharing happened. And then I wrote a book because I, at some point, ended up collecting 40 or 50 recipes and was like, what do I do with these? And someone recommended, why don't you think about publishing it? And I said, well, 
how would I do that? I don't, I don't even know the first thing about it. And that friend recommended starting a blog. And he said, well, this is a great way to get your message out there and let people know um, what you're interested in and kind of grow a following. It'll help you to get a feel of maybe um, how to shape that book and finish it up as well. So that's kind of how it started. So it's really a, like a longer journey and just chasing um, what I love. A lot of times the clue to what you're supposed to do is the thing that people are already asking you for advice on naturally anyway. So I ended up vlogging and here I am. That's so good. I love that. Drop in some spiritual nuggets too. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. You know, what you're supposed to be doing is align with what you're already doing. Mm -hmm. so I, I love that. I love that. So you know a lot about going to the grocery store then if you are making all these recipes, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I do spend a lot of time at the grocery store, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you hate the process or is it like, oh, I look forward to it or? I like it. Uh, I think that I've, I used to just be like a creature of habit and only get the, you know, like just the same few things. And while I do do that, I also give myself a little time to browse and to possibly pick up some items that I normally wouldn't buy. So that part is fun. It's something I definitely look forward to. When I hate it is when I go at the wrong time, when it's like rush hour and everybody's in there. And when the store has run out of like the one or two things I've come to grab, like I was looking for alfalfa sprouts and I had to go to three stores before I could find a store that sold them. It was the craziest thing. And, but then at that point I was determined and I was like, I really need these for this sandwich that I'm planning to make. So sometimes when, when things, when items are running low or just like, like a busy time, that's the only time. Other than that, I don't mind the grocery store process. That's good. That's good. Cause I'm probably, I, I don't mind it cause I'm a huge foodie. Mm -hmm. Um, so I tend to go when I'm hungry, which is, oh, not, yeah. which is not a good thing. And I, I don't know. I like to like try different things. So one of my favorite places to go is actually a Korean grocery store where they always oh, have cool. samples. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. go around and taste everything. So that's a great idea, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like, I need to do better. I need to not go when I'm so hungry. So. Right, right. It's hard to time it properly. Yeah, it really is. So um I do tend and you know, we talked about this, but I, I don't like um always traditional grocery stores. That's why I mentioned the Korean store yeah. because I tend to go to very specialty grocery stores, which makes my process a little bit harder. Um, and I'm not saying that everybody should do this. This is just, you know, we're just talking, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it's like, it's very overwhelming. Like when I, I just returned from a trip abroad and I went to the grocery store and I was like, what? It's amazing. So I'm reading all the products. I asked the manager, I'm like, where's the organic section? He said, we yeah. got away with that because oh. they're actually trying to integrate all the food together. And oh, wow. so I'm in there for super long reading a bunch of labels and just, it was a lot, you know, it was, it was a lot for me. And like you said, going a specific time of the day definitely makes a huge difference because yeah. you can either be in mayhem or you can have like more space to roam and pick out Absolutely. what you need. Um, so I kind of want to jump right into some of the tips for simplifying. Um, and the first tip we mentioned a little bit, but going on a designated day. So what is your, what time of day or what day do you typically go grocery shopping? 
okay, I'm giving out secrets. This, this may ruin it for me because I'm telling the secret, but Tuesdays and Wednesdays are actually the slow days because people tend to shop at the beginning or the end of the week. So if you grocery shop on a Tuesday or Wednesday, you're usually not going to have a problem. And I, and I also, um, I ask the grocer when I'm checking out, when do you get fresh produce? Some people will say every day, those are places you want to shop. Then the places that say, oh, only on these two days, places you either don't want to shop or you want to shop when they're getting fresh shipments. Because it really depends. Um, one thing that's frustrating to me is the neighborhoods that, you know, kind of like the ones that are called like the food deserts, the grocery stores that they do have, they're getting old produce from some of the more affluent neighborhoods. So their produce is not good, you know? So it's like, what do you do? Do you drive outside of your neighborhood? and shop at those stores when you really want to be pouring into the economy in your own neighborhood. So I, I ask a lot of questions when I shop and um, it, it's really good. Like I like to kind of, even though, you know, I, I'm, I'm a millennial, I wasn't born 40 or 50 years ago, but that's how I treat the businesses in my neighborhood. So I ask them questions like that. When I was at Bristol Farms, which I think it might only be a California thing, I asked them about, hey, I was looking for um, this dairy-free ice cream. Do you carry it? And they said, no, we don't, but you can call our manager. Anything that you want, she can order it and make sure it's there for you when you come to grocery shop. So that's something I wouldn't have known if I you know, hadn't asked. That, that's incredible, Phoebe, because you know what? I don't think that I really saw the grocery store as a place to get information or uh, as a resource to my healthy eating. Um, it's kind of like, oh, okay, I'll just go and do my research beforehand. But I love your tip because basically it's saying that, hey, they know when the groceries come in. They yep. know when um, the produce is the freshest. They know yep. what's coming from what factory or what's coming from this uh, producer. And so yeah. that's such a great tip. I love that. Yeah. So it, it means you can't go when you're in a hurry. My favorite time to grocery shop is actually after a workout. And I know that doesn't make sense to a lot of people because you're going to be tired and depleted. But I pack snacks after my workout. So I definitely have st I've stocked up with water. I usually do um, like fresh fruit just to like hydrate my body. So I'm pretty okay to get into the grocery store at that point. Um, and then I just buy like maybe one extra thing that's pre-made, maybe like a wrap or something. So when I directly get home, I don't have to cook or prep. But yeah, it's just giving yourself more time so you can have those conversations, you can deal with those long, long, longer lines if they exist, um, and you know, just finding out little tricks. Like, it, you know, one day I went to the Trader Joe's grocery and said, "Well, how come you guys don't have jasmine rice this week?" And they said, "Oh, there's actually storms in I think it was like Cambodia was where they were getting their rice from, and so they said we're not going to have any for the next three weeks." <laughs> so what? Yeah. Oh my! I've been missing out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they have all the info. That's why you're the scientist, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, asking those really good questions, I love that. And because you're going on an off time, you have time to ask questions, mm -hmm. which is so important. I love, I love that. So the next tip we're going to get into, and this is something that I need to get back to, but I've been... I've been traveling and doing a lot, but yeah. normally when I'm in a real good routine, I have like a master list of things that I, um, that I tend to get. And I love creating recipes. If you guys follow uh, my blog, paparoxy.com, I have some recipes on there and I love doing like new creative things with food. Um, but I love the simplicity of having like 
one list that you're sticking with and you know obviously keeping room to add a few more things and you know mix and match where you can um, but for me that really has made my grocery shopping way more simple um, I even recently signed up for uh, Amazon fresh so <laughs> Perfect. I I, and it's like I, I'm a, a bona fide Amazon Prime junkie. So I I love the idea of at least being able to get like dry things and they have fresh produce, which I haven't tried yet. Um, but having that master list on Amazon um, is really, really helpful. Also, I love um, because I eat primarily plant based. Um, I love the idea of some of these apps that have like a recipe and then they'll directly move that into your grocery list. So one so of the convenient. ones that I love is Forks Over Knives app because they have such good wholesome recipes, but then you can just move all the things over to grocery list. So what are some of the apps that you use or do you believe in a master list, Phoebe? Yeah, I use Wonderlist. I mean, that's just a list app in general. I use it even for like filming. Like if I'm working with someone else and collaborating, you can actually share a list. But that also works in your household, too. If you've got a roommate or a spouse or whoever you live with, you can make a list and you can each add to it. And so it's really convenient that way. And then you can check that list off when you get into the grocery store and then, you know, reload the list later. And there are definitely things that I buy every single week, like avocados or bananas or cashews or different things like that. And so it's nice to have that list so I don't forget. Um, and I, I put details in there. You know, I know, like, which stores... Um, have like the you know the lowest prices or different things like that. So because I, I I tend to shop at more than one grocery store. So there are certain things like a Trader Joe's is going to have really cheap like spices. They're like two dollars at Trader Joe's. You can't really beat that price anywhere else. And there's other things that I prefer to get at like a more of a farmers market type grocery store. So that the Wonder List is pretty much the only thing I use, and um, it just helps me before I go in to kind of mentally prepare and make sure I'm spending the right amount and that I'm not buying so much food that I can't consume it in that week and it will end up, you know, spoiling. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good tip. I have to check out the wonder list um, because I, I know my lists are like all over the place. <laughs> so I need to get my life with the wonder list. <laughs> I love making checklists. That's, that's really, really awesome. What do you think was like um, one of the best deals that maybe you've gotten at a store um, because you planned in advance? Um, I think it often, it's not so much the planning in advance. I think it's more so buying things that are seasonal. I think that's one way, but I guess there is some planning because sometimes um, like I go to Sprouts a lot and they actually send out a mailer and so does Trader Joe's. So they give you an idea of what's a good price. I mean, like I think for Sprouts one time this summer, they had uh, yellow mangoes and they were super cheap. They're like the little baby ones, but I like that because I can eat like a whole one in one, you know, sitting or whatever. And um, so knowing what deals are there, but they're usually connected to what's in season. So if it's not in season, it's going to be expensive. And uh, it's also not going to taste very good if it's not in season anyway. So those are usually the best deals. Um, usually just like whatever the, the grocery store advertises. Um, the other stuff, when you kind of turn the pages in these mailers, are not things that I would want. I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of coupons are for processed food. So it's not really things that I would buy. You know, like those like pre-made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I, I'm not, that's not a deal for me because I don't eat that. And it's, it's you know, it's just like, it's just cheaper for me. If I want to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I'm buying whatever the ingredients are and making it. 
No, I love that because you talk about um, eating seasonally, which is also going to simplify your grocery experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And then nutritional level, you're going to get more bang for your buck because the if you're eating seasonally, usually they're things that are grown locally. And so they don't have to uh, come from a really far place by the time it gets to your grocery store, which I think studies show that like 60% of the nutritional value actually goes down in transport, um, which is crazy. So I I love that idea of sticking to something that's seasonal because you'll usually get a really good deal on it. I know like uh, my local shop, right, will have like the local farmer's zucchini during the summer. That's awesome. And it's always significantly cheaper than a lot of the other vegetable items that are in the store because it's in season. Um, yeah. So that's, that's a really, really, really good tip. Yeah, and that's intuitive too. I think for your body, um, whatever's in season is what your body typically needs at that time. You know, whether it's winter time and you're eating, you know, you need more vitamin C or whatever that is. So it's something to pay attention to. Yeah, that's really, really good. Um, So the next tip we have is um, keeping a pantry or freezer with staple items in it. Um, So I know for me, this looks like, you know, keeping a lot of um, whole grain right, whole grain rice. So I love brown rice. Um, I love quinoa. Um, I'll do sometimes but frozen butternut squash or lentils, things that are going to be a staple. And since I do travel a lot, it's something nice to know, like, at least when I come home, I'm not coming home to a completely empty fridge exactly. and I can like put some quinoa in the, um, you know, in the cooker and have that to eat. Um, but what are some things that you, I guess, keep on stock or keeping your pantry just for those moments? So one really major thing I do is frozen bananas. So I, every time I grocery shop, I buy at least 12 organic bananas. I try to keep the, I don't buy everything organic, but things that I eat in a high quantity, those are definitely going to be organic. And bananas are pretty inexpensive for the most part, but I buy like a large, those larger bunches. And as soon as they ripen, I freeze them. So at any given time, I have a giant freezer bag of frozen bananas. So um, I typically use those in smoothies, whether I'm just making like a like a kind of dessert, kind of snacky type smoothie, or like an like an after workout protein smoothie. Bananas are usually a really good base. The smoothie is a little creamier texture, um, and that's kind of why I like them. But then they can also be used um, for baking recipes where you need a sweetener. I will use my food processor with those frozen bananas and a little bit of liquid, and use that as the sweetener, like in protein muffins and things like that. So that's something, and then uh, butternut squash is definitely helpful to have in the freezer, even if you have to buy the butternut squash and cut it up yourself and freeze it, um, making soups with it. So whether you like, you could steam it, and then you can throw it in the blender with a little John dairy milk and some curry powder. Simplest recipe ever, and so yummy. Um, but then I also will use it as like a side dish or roasted. And so just having those things around means that no matter what, I can always come home and make a really yummy meal um you know and then of course quinoa brown rice whatever it is that you have for your grain just having those around um there's sometimes that i'm just so tired and i just don't want to go back out to grab food but if i know i have lentils and a couple other things i can make something i can make a veggie burgers from it something to kind of hold me over while i get things done um, and not have to leave the house yeah and that you know what guys that's gonna Doing things like that is just going to cut down on how often you have to shop for those things. Mm -hmm. So when you are in the grocery store, you're usually just shopping for fresh items um, and you can use your dry, like I like to do my dry things on Amazon or 
you know, whatever thing that will bring it to my house. <laughs> right. right. Um, but yeah, you know, it will definitely help you in the process of, um, you know, making your grocery experience a little bit more simpler. Um, so our next tip is to simplify things is go to cheaper re retailers. Um, Trader Joe's probably should be sponsoring this podcast. Right. <laughs> I love them. I mean, we mentioned them several times. Um, I've also used like Aldi's, um, which is another good one. I and Aldi's owns uh, Trader Joe's, I think. Yeah, yeah, they're together. They actually used to be one retailer, I think, in Germany, and then they, and then they, um, they're two brothers that actually own. Um, I think either one. So who knows about that story? Uh, it's not be another podcast. <laughs> but what are your some of your favorite retailers? And um, I guess what's been your experience um, in grocery shopping there? So I, I mean, I know that not everybody has a Trader Joe's, but I mean, I do have friends that I ship things to because I mean, it only costs me like ten dollars to ship it to them, and they'll just like you know Venmo, Venmo me the money of things that they couldn't get. Because like mm -hmm. an example would be the spices, like I mentioned, I go through my spices like crazy, and so um, like for instance, like smoked paprika and turmeric and cinnamon. Um, I guess those are are those aromatics. Um, those ones I go through heavily because they go into drinks and soups and stir fries and all kinds of things. So I'll get those things from there. But it's and it's also possible to go to um, an international market to get super high quantities. The only thing I would caution you about, though, is that you don't typically get those gluten-free labels and things like that. In my family, I have people that are celiacs. They're super allergic to gluten. So sometimes I have to be really picky about where I get certain spices if I know I'm going to be cooking for family members. But um, I also go to a spice store. There's one um, in Southern California by my mom in Temecula. And it's actually like, you know, like an actual spice store and they have lots of things. And I buy larger quantity things from there. Those are good prices. They can tell you if there's any contamination from gluten or whatever it is. Because I, I also have different nut allergies. Um, and they, they have fun stuff. Like I have some um, Thai sea salt. And so it has like some Thai spices, but it's basically salt. Um, and I also have like truffle salt. There's like all different things that make me want to just be more creative. Um, so I, those are good prices because they usually have deals in these spice stores. Um, and the farmer's market itself, because there are entrepreneurs that are trying to get their name out for um, whatever items that may not be spices, but um, different products, maybe like a, there's an eggplant spread that I'll sometimes get from the farmer's market. These sorts of things, if you go to a Whole Foods, might cost you seven or eight dollars for really specialized spreads and the farmer's market is a lot cheaper. And sometimes they give deals if you come towards the end of the day, because they just really don't want to bring anything home with them. So they'll just be like, hey, two for $10 or whatever, and they'll just kind of let you have it. So um, I, I think, again, going back to the seasonal thing is really the best deal that you'll ever get is just what's in season. But it's good to just get to know your stores and get to know where to buy um, what things. Because I, I tend to not buy a lot of my produce from Trader Joe's. I get it from you know, the farmer's market. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so awesome. I need to, <laughs> I need to do all of that. And I love the, you know, what I love about the farmer's market too, is it's really like an experience when you go. Yeah. And so it doesn't quite feel like grocery shopping, you know, like you can bring your family, they have food that you can have, you know, 
some of them are even by like a park and you can just make it a whole experience so it's not as stressful and complicated as going to a grocery store. Um, so I, I love, I love all of that. Um, and then the last tip, which we kind of hit on a bit is site to store services or site to home services. I know Amazon actually just purchased, um, Whole Foods and, um, which will probably amp up their prime, uh, the Amazon fresh, um, service that they offer. Um, but I know I've also used like ShopRite site to store or, um, you know, different retailers have them. And so I love that because I can, again, I get a lot of my um, dry goods from there. I like to pick out the produce though. I like to go and smell it and just yeah, have that experience yeah. uh, because it, it's very like, you know, you're really intuitive and you're really like one with the food and you think of different recipes and things like that. Yeah. But if you are looking to really simplify your experience and get what you need, but keep it healthy, I think that's one of the best ways that you can do it. And then a lot of times you can save money by clipping like online coupons or seeing what the discounts are right directly on the app or on the site. It's really, really helpful. Have you done that, Fifi? Have you used it? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely do delivery. And then the other thing, um, some grocery stores have it where you um, order it and then you pick it up from the store. And so I've done either one. And the one in the store can be kind of nice because you can reject things right away if they, what they pick isn't good. Because not everybody has like what I mean, what I would call common sense that, you know, if I'm asking for bananas, then don't give me the super duper 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 ripe one because by the time it gets to me, it's going to be all bruised. So the ones where you pick up in the store can be convenient. You don't have to deal with the crowds and then you can just, you know, hop back in your car and go home. I like them a lot. I just, I, I kind of do it on my busier days. I, if I need to kind of save foot where I am or have a lot of meetings, then that's a great time. And they're pretty inexpensive for even the delivery price. Some of them it's just free and there's just a tip required. Um, and then others they're like, you know, maybe there's like an $8 charge. But considering what you have to go through sometimes, depending on where you live, and um, I used to live in the Bay Area where I had no car, so everybody just took public transit. So I definitely did delivery more often then. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome, guy. I love that. I mean, like I said, if I could get my whole life delivered to me, <laughs> I probably would um, just because I'm like queen of efficiency. So I think it's really cool that, you know, we live in a day and age where you can have these services and they can simplify your life. So thank you so much, Fifi, for sharing with us. Um, where can um, everyone find you on the internet? So pretty much everywhere. My name is Divine Hostess, and I also have a blog, divinehostess.com. And um, I think I'm most active probably on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram, but I do have Snapchat and then also YouTube. I usually post to YouTube um, a few times a month, and I'm always taking requests too for videos. Most of the more recent ones are just based on what people ask for. So you can always drop me a line and let me know what you'd like to see next. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the show and we will see you next time. I've learned that there's no specific formula for how to create a simple, beautiful life. It's about being authentic to who you truly are, drawing inspiration from those around you, letting go of the guilt and clutter and creating authentic guidelines for keeping it all together. This place will give you the inspiration you need to recreate the life of your dreams. Make sure you stay in the know by heading over to paparoxy.com to subscribe.